Rice University removed the remains of its founder from the Houston campus while students have been pushing for it for years. And the Texas Longhorns are officially Big 12 champions. Highlights from the title game at AT&T Stadium. We got a big warm up coming for your Sunday. We'll show you how close we could get to 80 this coming week in first warning weather. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. A South Austin man is in the hospital tonight after he was shot by Austin police this morning. Interim Police Chief Robin Henderson says a 911 call came in just before 930 from the 1100 block of Breakin Lane. The caller reported a man about 40 years old had cut his wrist and was severely bleeding. He's believed to have been suffering a mental health crisis at the time. As officers entered the room the man was in, they say that he pointed a gun at them. Police deployed a taser but say it was ineffective. The two officers then fired their guns. They say the man moved out of view of the officers and SWAT was called in. Mental health professionals communicated with the man to try to get him help for his injuries. A few minutes later, officers were able to find him in the house and safely take him into custody. Travis County EMS then took him to a hospital. The male currently is in stable condition with non-life-threatening injuries. No other civilians or no officers were physically injured during this incident. APD Special Investigations Unit, the Travis County DA's Office, APD Internal Affairs, and the Office of Police Oversight are now intervening or reviewing, rather, this incident. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Well, plenty of clouds around this morning, but then a lot of sun, high clouds, and a gorgeous sunset underway now in Georgetown. The sun's actually down, but we're just uh, enjoying the glow of what's left from our Ewald Kubota camera there. We had plenty of high clouds around and there's still quite a few of them in place from the metro into our eastern counties and we'll be hanging on to these into the day tomorrow. High temperatures today were in the upper 60s. Now we've dropped into the middle and lower 60s. Already some 50s out there too and these numbers will fall in a hurry here tonight from the 60s into the 50s and then eventually some 40s and 30s to begin the day tomorrow. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll show you a big, and I mean big, Sunday warm-up compared to the 60s we had today. Uh, several dry cold fronts, including one that will have a more noticeable impact on temperatures. And we've got some long-term rain chances we'll show you when we start to flip from dry uh, to wetter. Coming up in first warning weather. After 27 years, today was the final time Texas played for a Big 12 Conference Championship as next year they'll begin competing in the Southeastern Conference. Longhorns sought to bring a fourth Big 12 title trophy down I-35. It would be their first since 2009. They took on Oklahoma State for the first time this season. Steve Sarkeesian hoping to achieve that goal in his third, third, uh, third year. His head coach Mike Gundy led the post to the title game. Uh, last season, it took Texas less than three minutes to score. Quinn Ewers on the touchdown pass to Adonai Mitchell, and then the domination continued from there. Check this play out. Ewers finding Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, Tavondre Sweat, for the touchdown. And it's a party on the sidelines after that. Longhorns and the Ewers lights out. He finds Jaden Blue for this to put them up 35-14 to in the second. Ewers set Big 12 title records for touchdown passes with four and passing yards with 452 in a Big 12 title game. As the Longhorns bring it home, 49-21, to they are Big 12 champions. For more, let's go to Roger Wallace at AT&T Stadium. Well, mission accomplished for the Longhorns. They were here back in July, Big 12 Media Days.
course, their final Big 12 media days. They were picked to win the championship, and they do just that. Their fourth Big 12 title, and they do it in convincing fashion over Oklahoma State for their 12th win of the season. It's been a long time coming. I know we've been, everybody's been starving for this championship. And so to get it uh, on our final game in the Big 12, uh, I hope everybody enjoys this as much as, as much as we do. Quinn Ewers, a career high in passing yards, ties a career high in touchdown passes, and he does it in the first half alone. And now the Longhorns await their fate. More postgame is coming up a little bit later with Noah Gross. In Arlington, Roger Wallace, KXAN News. Yep, the SEC championship between number one Georgia and number eight Alabama is happening now. Alabama holding on to a three-point lead in the fourth quarter over Georgia. Florida State will kick off against Louisville at seven in the ACC championship. The results of those games could determine the Longhorns' fate. More on all of that later in sports. Mike. Right, Jonathan, thank you, sir. After years of student outcry, Rice University in Houston has moved its founders' remains off campus. According to the Texas Tribune, the remains of William Rice have been removed from the burial place under the founders' memorial statue on campus. They've been relocated to a family plot in Houston. This comes after the university explored his historical connections to slavery and found that William Rice owned 15 slaves and established the school with the specific purpose of educating white Texans. Students have been calling for the removal of the remains and the Founders Monument since 2020. If you're planning to head out the road, head out on the road late tonight, keep in mind that TxDOT is closing part of I-35 starting late this evening. Northbound I-35 main lanes between Highway 183 and Runberg Lane will be closed from 11 tonight to 10 a.m. tomorrow. Crews will be removing some overhead signs. Southbound traffic on the same part of the highway will be reduced to one lane throughout that closure. Still to come, a friendly boot battle between South Congress shops. How one long-standing Austin boot seller is taking on its nearby competition. And a sneak peek at the Lone Star State's very own Universal Studios theme park. How far along the construction is and when you can expect to walk through its gates. Oak Hill neighbors got to check out some construction equipment this morning at the TxDOT Touch a Truck event. It was a way for TxDOT to showcase the giant machines working on the Oak Hill Parkway project. That project involves work on the corridor on 290 and 71, shifting the roadways to connect with new overpasses and reduce traffic congestion in that area. At today's event, kids got to take up up close look at the construction vehicles and equipment that they may have been seeing on the corridor lately. One of the things about seeing the trucks is that all the kids get to see everything that's, that they've, they've only been seeing them at a distance. They don't get to get up close and personal with construction. And what kids don't like construction trucks or vehicles or bulldozers or backhoes or all of it. People also got the chance to get their car seats checked to make sure that they're installed correctly. Very important. Well, there is a battle of the boot sellers happening on South Congress Avenue with an Allen's Boots pop-up sparking some friendly competition with its boot-selling neighbor next door. The prominent Austin Cowboy boot provider recently opened a pop-up shop for clearance merchandise. And right next door is another Austin-born Western apparel store, Tacovas. Instead of challenging the competition to a fast draw, an Allen's Boots employee posted signs in the window, taking a friendly jab at the next door shop. If you want to read more on this South Congress boot war, head over to KXAN.com and click on this story. Hey, we got some pollen data back, and look, cedar is up. It's still low, but it did spike in the medium category this morning before dropping off. Mold considered low and dropping a little bit for us. 
High temperatures today, just 68 degrees, but we've got a big warm up coming. We'll show you the temperatures that jump well into the 70s and not for just one day in first warning weather as we leave you with a look at the burnt orange UT Tower this evening. There are new details on the North Texas Universal Studios theme park. It will be officially called Universal Kids Resort. The company broke ground last month in Frisco and work is well underway. Universal Parks representatives say that the park will be about a quarter of the size of the parks in Orlando. It will also include a 300 room themed resort hotel on the property. The city of Frisco estimates the park will have a $3 million economic impact every year. The company expects construction to begin early next year. It's expected to take about two years to complete. Now going in depth, the Universal Kids Park isn't the only new theme park coming to Texas. In July, plans for a Texas-themed amusement park were announced. Texas Land USA is planning to include elements from all parts of the state with ideas shaped around celebrating different aspects of the Lone Star State. Those include a Marfa haunted house, a Galveston park ride, and a Fort Worth rodeo ride. The Texas Land USA project is still in its early stages, gathering funding, and a location and timeline is still yet to be determined. And of course, we've got the Kalahari in the Round Rock area already mm -hmm. up and running, so we've got a lot of things nice to offer. Water park, yeah. indoor, outdoor up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, actually, more fun events happening in Round Rock. Speaking of, they have their yeah. lights on the lake here tonight. They had it last That's night, right. doing yeah. it again tonight. I went last night with my family. It was busy, but it was yeah. fun. Uh, but it is the time of year that almost every weekend has some type of holiday light or event. And the weather should uh -huh. hold up tonight for that, right? Yeah, just a little chilly. I'd uh, wear the jacket and coat and mm -hmm. that uh, sort of thing. Uh, let's take you outside here this evening on what is a mostly clear evening. But what you can see is if you look up there, you can see plenty of high clouds around. We'll have those tonight. We'll have those again tomorrow. I think they're not going to be quite as thick as they were today, especially during the afternoon. Uh, so I think tomorrow you'll get more sunshine. We're at 61 now in Buda, but many spots are already starting to drop into the 50s. Here's this layer of high clouds that's coming in from the southwest. This will continue through the night and through the day tomorrow. It may shift a little bit farther east, but there's still going to be at least some high clouds around here tonight and tomorrow. You'll see our computer models picking up on the positioning pretty well here with a subtle shift eastward as we head into tomorrow morning. So you'll see more clouds over our eastern sky during the day tomorrow, yet plenty of sunshine overall. And the sunshine combined with a southwesterly breeze is going to make it a warm day. Then a dry cold front comes through Monday morning. You don't see it show up on clouds and radar. It's just going to be more of a wind shift and a little bit of a temperature drop, but it clears out any of those clouds so that Monday is almost a completely clear day. Let me focus on the temperatures first. We drop into the mid to low 40s to begin your Sunday morning. There may even be some chillier mid 30s in the hill country to start the day tomorrow. But with that warming wind, notice how those temperatures change for the afternoon. Middle 70s. There may even be a few spots teetering in on the upper 70s tomorrow. That bit of compressional heating ahead of our next cold front could help give temperatures a little bit of an extra boost. Then as the front comes through Monday morning, we drop into the mid 40s again and upper 30s for the hill country. Not much of a morning temperature change after that front, but in the afternoon on Monday, we just don't see 70s anymore. We see 60s instead. So it's a mid to upper 60s uh, as we head into your Monday afternoon and then some chillier mornings ahead as we take you later into the week. So our forecast tonight, 
Stars and high clouds mixed, a seasonable night, meaning 45 is actually, while it feels cool, kind of average for this time of year. Sunshine and high clouds tomorrow. A warm breeze switching from the uh, northwest to the southwest, 10 to 15 miles per hour, but it could gust up to about 20. Look at the... Notice the temperature change there, 76 to 67, and then we're back up to 71 on Tuesday and Wednesday. In fact, we got 70s every day after Monday. What about rain? Barely any chance of that over the next week. Our next slight opportunity comes Saturday, but I think a better chance is going to come on Sunday, which is not even on our seven-day forecast yet. But we have introduced low 10% rain chances here for Saturday. You can see the seven-day rainfall forecast has just a little bit of rain in our eastern counties i do think once we include sunday in the forecast those rainfall amounts may creep up a little bit but it's not much you can see over the next seven days we do have a lot of nice weather though 70s most of the time cool nights warm days the warmest weather coming as we head into next weekend friday 76 and breezy 75 on saturday but there's that 10 percent rain chance and the extended outlook is wet this is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas Longhorns have envisioned this day for a long time now, and today the Longhorns fulfilled one of their dreams, and that is to walk off the field as conference champions. Texas taking the field in December, something that they've talked about since March. Big 12 championship game, Longhorns facing Oklahoma State for the first time this season. It took Texas less than three minutes to score. Quinn Ewers finding Adonai Mitchell on the touchdown pass. 7-0. Then a little later, some trickeration from Texas. On the flea flicker, Ewers to JT Sanders all alone. 24-yard touchdown pass. 14-0 Texas. Longhorns continue the domination from there. C.J. Baxter with the run up the middle for the touchdown. And then Quinn Ewers finding Jaden Blue for the touchdown right there. And the Longhorns up 35 to 14. And then Keelan Robinson, he's going to run for 57 yards out for the touchdown. His longest touchdown of the season, he would run for another in the fourth four carries for 75 yards for Robinson. And what a great moment here in victory formation. Arch Manning taking the knee and giving it to Jonathan Brooks, who is out for the season with an injury, but he got on the field for this moment. Great gesture by Texas. Texas wins their fourth Big 12 title, first since 2009, last conference title of members of the Big 12. Quinn Ewers tying a championship record with four touchdown passes, 452 yards, setting a record for there. He was named most outstanding player. Sarkeesian, in his third year, gets to lift a conference championship trophy. Nothing but smiles, vibes, and confetti for Texas. For more reaction, let's go to Noah Gross. As the celebration starts to wind down here a bit in Arlington, what Texas accomplished in winning the Big 12 starting to set in a little bit. Obviously, so much growth for this program from that 5-7 and seven season in 2021 and Steve Sarkeesian's first season to now atop the Big 12 in their last year in the conference. After the game, the team able to see how far this program and their starting quarterback have come. This is a um, accomplishment in and of itself, us winning a championship. And so that's the first part. Like, I'm so happy for these guys that there should be, regardless of what happens, they should feel very proud that they were leaders on this team. It felt awesome to be out there and was super confident um, in my teammates to go out and make plays and, and was confident in my abilities to, to get the ball in those guys' hands. And for sure, I thought back during this week, I thought back of what happened last year. He didn't want us coming out throwing jabs. We had to come out throwing haymakers, uppercuts, all that. Like, we wanted to end it from the jump. 
And that's what we did. I mean, first half was great, and the second half we came out and just finished them off. Yeah, Big 12 champs. Staying true to what we said we were going to do. We said we were going to go win Big 12, and we we finally did that. You know, being able to say those words, it means a lot, man. And, you know, I'm just really excited. I'm really, you know, blessed. You know, and it's, it's a lot of emotions going on right now. After the game, a lot of the talk for Texas about shifting their attention to possibly being one of the top four teams in the country and making the college football playoff. Longhorn saying, obviously, a lot of things out of their control, but they do mention the belief in their team, and everybody in their locker room thinks they are one of the four best teams in the country and sure looked like it's Saturday against the Cowboys in Oklahoma State. For now in Arlington, Noah Gross, KXAN News. Early over on KBVO, Westlake and Lake Travis, a playoff rematch of the Battle of the Lakes. We pick it up in the second quarter. Scoreless, Westlake's Reese Wise with a 15-yard touchdown to Cal Livingood to put the Shaps up 7-0. Third quarter, same score. They give it to Jack Kaiser. He runs in for the touchdown, 14-0 Westlake. But here comes Lake Travis. Chaston Ditto with a 49-yard touchdown pass to Caden Leone to put the Cavaliers on the board, but too much Westlake today. They win it 21 to 14, so they are advancing. They'll take on North Shore next week at the field with a capital P. <laughs> That's like right. That. Like that. Oh, yes. Rarely start anything with it out. We, we're going to have to leave right now, okay. so we all That's can fine. talk after the show. Have a great evening, everyone. Just kidding. <laughs>